Welcome to episode 16 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another one of your hosts, Mr. Paul Robinson. We are here today with a guest, Miss Christine Parker. Who might you be? Um, well, um, I'm a filmmaker, and I also run a film festival called the Sick Chick Flicks Film Festival. It rolls right off the tongue, right? right? off the tongue. Sick Chick Flicks. <laughs> yeah, That's some so people nice. have a hard time saying that 10 times fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's super catchy. It's really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, you don't forget Thank that. You. Yeah. Thanks. So tell us tell us more about it. How did that start? Yeah. Well, I'm, we were running our own uh, production company called Sick Chick Flicks um, Productions, and one of the things that I really wanted to do is help female filmmakers get their films, you know, seen. And one of my frustrations was getting into film festivals that were run by men. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I see it, saw all my male counterparts getting in. I know my films were as good as theirs were. So I felt like I would start my own film festival. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my focus is on sci-fi horror and fantasy films. And anybody who has a short film under 20 minutes can get in and this year, we are now opening it up to feature films as well. Nice. Very cool. Now, I'd imagine those are really hard to kind of place, right, within the programming, because they're like a lot longer when you're used to features. scheduling. Yeah, features. I'm sorry. Yeah, features. features. Yeah. yeah, feature films are harder to place, but um, we probably won't have as many features as shorts, of course. Right. But we're going to figure out a way to do it. And yeah. so um, so you're a filmmaker as well. Yes. So uh, tell us uh, how you kind of got into making films and what your favorite things to make are. I mean, I'm assuming horror movies. Right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for horror, I like sci-fi films, too. I like to do more sci-fi films. That's nice. something I grew up with. That's my but, genre. Um, I got started back in 2003 when I had lost my job. And um, so I was taking some time off trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And... I went back to school to study uh, video technology because I wanted to do more, you know, video related stuff. And one of our instructors in a very boring class said that if somebody would write a short zombie script that he would show us how to make a movie. And instantly I was definitely interested Mm -hmm. in everything he had to say. So I wrote a short script called Second Death and um, we got together and we made it. After that, I was pretty much hooked. And so was everybody else that was on the set. So that's when we started this um, my first production company called Adrenaline Productions, and okay. we made that short script into a feature length script. So my first film really was a feature length film, which is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> we and haven't was- even made a feature yet. We've been doing this for like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> We're still trying to ease into it. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. I'm on my fifth feature film now. Blood of the Mummy is my fifth. Oh, nice. nice. Now, where are and you based I, out of? I'm in Apex, North Carolina. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, there are a lot of film fests. I mean, I know that, you know, there's a couple down in the South, but is there a lot where you are or are you one of the few? There's a, quite a few film festivals, not any that I know of that are female-centric mm-hmm. festivals. So, um, yeah, there's quite a few down here. Nevermore is a really big one. That's a good oh, yeah. one. I've yeah, heard of that. Heard yeah. that one, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really interesting that you that you do more of like the horror type of genre because that's, I feel like that's something that is obviously very male dominated and a lot of people don't sort of include women as being fans of that mm-hmm. type of genre. And there are, there's so many women that, that do enjoy that. So what do you generally look for when you're selecting films for the fest? Um, I look for a really good story. 
Um, I look for something that's unique, that hasn't been done before. Good production quality, you know, that's really important. Good sound, good uh, camera work. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that we get from overseas just blows me away. Their production is is like really amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, a lot of the stuff here in the U.S. tells like really amazing, unique stories as well. So it's, it's interesting to see, you know, the different approaches to, to making horror films. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if there's something to do with the ease of finding locations and getting one of the things that we struggle with the most is finding locations Uh and locations that will aren't super expensive and will let us film there. And I wonder if overseas, if that's just so much more easier to, you know, people are more willing to accommodate filmmakers. I think that's part of it. I also think that um, a lot of like, especially in the UK, I know the government support the arts and filmmaking Mm. and they have a lot more resources available to them than we do here. Plus it's always cloudy and that looks great on film. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think also like here in the States, we're so lawsuit happy that Uh people are afraid of getting sued. That's always been, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the crux uh, for us has been, you know, well, what if somebody gets hurt and insurance is now a thing. Yeah. Insurance is now a thing that, you know, is kind of a necessity for us with what we're doing. But when we were starting out, you know, you're making a film for $200. You can't afford to pay $700 a year for insurance. Right. You, know, you don't have it. So so now you just had the, the film fest just ended, correct? Last weekend? It did. Okay. Yes. What was that? How was that? Yeah, how'd it go? Oh, it was great. Um we had we the last couple of years we'd had it in October and we were, had a really hard time competing with other festivals because that's like right in the middle of horror film festival mm-hmm. season. So um we moved it earlier this year and we had a lot more filmmakers come out and everybody had a great time. Um, many compliments on the film festival. So um, I was really happy with it this year. And we, you, one thing we did different this year is we had panels, which we hadn't had before. Oh, so nice. that, oh yeah. I love, I love film fest that incorporate panels. Just uh-huh. add, just adds to the experience, you know? Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. And where do you hold, do you have different locations or is it all in one location? It's always at the Cary theater in downtown Cary, North Carolina. They have an excellent menu for screening films. Really good. See, equipment. I love that because a lot of times there's when the film fests, branch out, which is great because they're getting lots of films. That's wonderful. But sometimes you've got, you know, two different things that you want to see playing at the same time in two different locations, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and you know, you've got some, it's, it's really not a, um, much of a secret there when this batch of films plays at the theater and then this batch of films mm-hmm. plays at a cafe. The local pharmacy in the back. The local pharmacy in the back, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh, gee, I, I wonder which were the better movies, you yeah. know, and so th- it, that's really nice that everybody, you know, just kind of gets the same treatment. That's pretty awesome. And so the, the theater, do you have a connection with the theater or they just allowed you? Well, I mean, um, I approached them a couple of years ago and talked to them and they, they have been extremely supportive of the film festival as far as promoting it. Um, just have really bent over backwards. We have our own VIP lounge for the filmmakers so they can sit and they can actually watch the films on a TV screen in there. Oh. They oh, have wow, their yeah. <laughs> access to the theater so they can come in and out whenever they want. So it's really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Yeah, that is really we cool. we got to get one of those theaters I here. I know, right? <laughs> we moved to North Carolina. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. So um, now do you have, I know when we had, when I had initially reached out, I had to think I found you guys on Instagram and 
I kind of read the bio and I was like, oh, this is cool because there's not a lot of stuff out there that's geared towards female filmmakers. And, you know, that's that's invite. And that's it's also intimidating, even if you do kind of make it in, mm-hmm. although it shouldn't be. But, it, it, you know, I have to admit that if I was amongst a bunch of filmmakers that are 90 percent men or mm-hmm. I'm the only female filmmaker there, you know, it kind of makes you a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, and not, you know, I, I would love for everybody to kind of be able to mash together and not have it just be this group and just be this group. But it's yeah. like you kind of you kind of have to push your way in on your own before where you can start mashing everybody yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I totally lost the point that I was going to make. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> so I, I had found you guys on, on Instagram and I thought, oh, right, that's awesome. And so I wanted to reach out to you guys. And now, so you're starting the submissions soon or have you already? I have started them already. What we're doing for the month of October is we're allowing free submissions. And oh, free submissions. Oh, we've got like 39 submissions. So um, I think free we're Free submissions is unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to cut it at 100 because otherwise we're going to have way too many to ever watch. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, now, so what is the fee normally? It starts out at $10 um, okay. to submit for the early submission fee, and then it just mm-hmm. goes up from there. Mm-hmm. And okay. then for the features, it's double that. Okay. That's not bad yeah. at all. No, I mean, that's, I mean, we were just talking about it recently, how insane the film fest fees have become. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's just, yeah. it's like a whole other budget. I know. I, and I, as a filmmaker, I can relate to that. So that's yeah. why I keep things low because it's more important to me to get some good films in than it is to make a bunch of money off the submission yeah. fees. It's a balance, right? Because you, you, you need yeah. to make money because you got to rent the space, you got equipment, you got to, right. you know, yeah. all the costs that are coming to play when you're putting on a film festival, but then also yeah. you want to have more films. So the lower you feel, uh, yeah, I couldn't, it's just, yeah. <laughs> And, and then you being on both sides of it, you're like, these are so expensive. Please, that'll be $10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. But $10, that's nothing. Yeah, that's, that's nothing. That's really nothing. We've yeah. seen we've seen early birds that start at like forty. I know for sure. And it's like oh, I just there's no way I can afford it. Some of the extendeds are like a hundred dollars almost. Yeah, and if you want to, if you have a new film and you want to, you know, enter into like you know twenty, thirty film festivals. I mean, my God, that's so much money. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it really is. So the the next film that you're working on, what is yeah. what is that about? Blood of the Mummy. It's well, I guess it's about a mummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so that was challenging to do an Egyptian mummy film in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it can be warm. I mean, you've got yeah. that going. Yeah, that's true. Now, are you in, you're in production or are you in post or? I'm in post right now. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. um, I've, I've already sent like the first half of the film off to the composer. So I'm working on the second half right now. How long did that take for you to film? Um, it took us probably about eight months, I think, eight or nine months. Working on weekends, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody has day jobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those things always get in the way. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. That's so much more fun if I didn't have to work and pay bills. Yeah, I know. So what? Um, so when you film over a long period of time like that, what kind of obstacles are like in your way? You know, people's hair grows and like all that right. stuff. People's hair grows, keeping, you know, like we had one guy um, who kept cutting his hair and, and we had to let it grow out enough before it would look the same as it did in the last part of that scene that we shot. You're like within the same scene, you know, yeah. he yeah. his hair looks just slightly different and then a lot of people are like when can i shave my beard i really want to shave my beard. <laughs> you know and i'm like just just wait until i look at everything and make sure everything's okay yeah. you know i didn't want to have to wait like three or four months for him to grow his beard back and right. shaved it right. is it hard to kind of keep like the momentum and the tone going when you're no. 
No? Everybody was super enthusiastic about this That's one. great, so, yeah. Um, I think some people were a bit frustrated. We had one scene that um, we kept trying to get through, and it kept running really late, so we had to stop. And then we had to go back to the location again like three times. And I think by the last time, they were like so done with that location. They yeah. just wanted to get it finished. But um, uh, yeah, one time we shot all the way until 6 a.m. in the morning. Whoa. That was a long shoot. Oh. Yeah. yeah. When did but you the, start? the last one was really good. Yeah. Uh. When did you start that shoot when you went to 6 a.m.? Um, let's see. We started it, I think it was about 5 in the evening the Ooh. day before. So One of those overnights. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's I, I don't think I could even stay up that late. <laughs> we're so old. It's like 11 o'clock and we're like falling asleep. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. now in, in uh, North Carolina, correct? Yes. How far are you from Raleigh? I guess that's the only part of North Carolina I really know. Oh, about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, we stayed in Raleigh one night. Yeah, we stayed in Raleigh. So that's like, that's like you know, when somebody says North Carolina, I'm like, right, where, where are you from Raleigh? Yeah. Now, are there a lot of film? Because where we are, there's there's a lot of films made, but it's kind of like under the under this umbrella of being independent but they've got like huge budgets, you know, it's the huge budget independent. So do you have a lot of people that are doing like more what we call lo- uh, legal guerrilla is kind of our way of, of uh, filming? Do you have a lot of that there? Because I know that you, I think in Georgia is it that they have the tax incentives there. So it uh-huh. seems to like film seems to be heading down there a lot. Yeah, we used to have really good tax incentives in North Carolina. <laughs> used yeah. to. That, that kind of nicks that and we're trying to get it back now. Mm-hmm. But um, we do have a lot of, of a whole lot of independent filmmakers here. Yeah. And a, a really nice group. We all kind of like help each other out with our films. So, yeah, well, I love to see. I love that the sense of community and everything. I feel like a lot of times that gets yeah. lost and people are just out for themselves. But I just yeah, I, I love. Like yeah. yeah, I'll yeah. help you. You help me. Let's just make cool stuff. And that's it. We, we want everybody to be successful. You know? yeah. 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 There's room for everyone. Everyone can play. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what do you do on um, for your films? Are you your director? Do you edit? Do you what do you do? I direct. I edit. I shoot. Sometimes I do some audio work and um, I write. So pretty much everything. All that. Everything. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. cheaper that way. That's how. Oh, yeah, that's, that's how we function. Yeah, not because yeah. we want to, but because we have, we have to. to. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. I would love to just say you over there. You go deal with this. I don't yeah. want to have to deal with it. But you know, that's that's. That's what you got to do. But I think you're better for it in the end. You know, now you you have your hand in all these departments. So if you, you know, as you move up, now you can communicate with these other departments and and speak their language and, you know, everything could run much more efficiently than just being a hired person that just knows how to light a scene, you know, or whatever it is, you know. Right. Yeah, you can, re- you can, you understand what it takes to, to get what you want yeah. out of it. Yeah. I love that she does everything. Yeah. <laughs> so often, t- well, because we, we've talked about this before and, you know, you, you know, there's a lot of people that they make films and, and I, I always say there's a difference between people who make films and filmmakers, uh-huh. you know, there's something to be said for being able to wear all those hats. And then you've got people that they just want to be a director. And uh-huh. so, you know, they're, they're the director and, you know, as we know, the directors get the credit for everything. Right. You know, if a film's good, who made this film? Well, it's the director. You know, nobody really thinks about all of the 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 gears that have to turn in between. And let's start first of all, first off with the script. So, you know, who wrote this? Most people, most films that have done well, Mm -hmm. the average moviegoer could not tell you who wrote that film. Right. All they know is. It's the director, right? Martin Scorsese, well, he writes all his stuff. But, you know, most people think of just the director yeah. who directed this film. And then it's kind of their film. 
but there was a writer yeah. or several writers. And the cinematographer. I mean, some yes. of these directors, if they didn't have that cinematographer, their stuff would not have looked as good. Right. You're right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to imagine how many times, you know, because there have been some directors that have admitted I've I've we just talked about this on the on the last episode that, you know, on certain shows that I've worked on, I, I had asked the director what he was shooting on just because as filmmakers, that's like interesting to us. And he said, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, I mean, the camera was right. He's like, I have no idea. I was like, oh, all right, never mind, because I didn't want to. You know, I'd want him to kick me off his set because I was an extra, but I thought, that's crazy. How do you not even know what you're filming on? Because some directors don't need to. They have other people just yeah. doing all that for them. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But there's still a big difference between people that can make a film on their own and then someone who just walks into the room, directs, and then walks out and doesn't yeah. doesn't care about the edit, doesn't have anything to do with yeah. that. You know, so there's I so much that imagine, goes. Especially the editing process. I mean, that's something I mean, you want to see how your baby's going to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. have to, you have to want to see how it's going to be cut together. I have a love-hate with editing. You know, yeah. I, I really love to see it all come together and everything. But I also <laughs> like just the monotony of it all. You know, organizing the footage and selecting the best takes and trimming everything. You know, like just all that... I just want to have everything ready so then I could just start creating. But it's the organizing yeah. and, and yeah. all that stuff. That There's just, so much that goes uh, in that you have to do before you even start the editing process. Yeah. We're trying to get better with that, though, where we're marking stuff on set and then carrying that in. You know, we'll know or, you know, we usually will. Actually we'll, using a clapboard now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that helps. It really does. But just we'll sit, we'll sit and watch all the scenes together and decide that that's the good one. That's the good one. And we'll try to. You know, then that'll at least give me a basis to start from. Uh, but yeah, that process is. Do you have crazy. a lot of sound people there? Because that seems they're like a rare breed here. It's like if you found you find a sound person, there's like this magical rock that you have to get permission to get into. Well, an affordable one. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even still, there it's so difficult. The few sound people that we have here are usually working on whatever bigger sets are going right. on, and mm-hmm. so I wonder if that's just here. Or is that everywhere? Are they just a rare breed everywhere. <laughs> It's an issue here too. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, um, and just just to be able to afford a sound person, a good sound person. I wish I could afford that, but pretty much anybody that can hold the boom pole gets the boom pole right yeah. now. You know, that's the way it goes. And I hate to say this, but we fix a lot in post. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, we. Yeah. They're the drummers of the uh, our bassist, I should say, because there's yeah. just not, you know everybody wants to be a guitar player, everyone wants to be a director, nobody wants to be yeah, no one wants to be a sound, sound sound person. Stuff. And it's so, and it's so important. Uh, we've it talked is. about this so many it times. Is. Sometimes you watch something that you think this would have been really good, but I just cannot get past the sound and it's just taken me out of the film. And yeah, so that's I, I see a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. I'd imagine with film fest. Yeah. I mean, have you ever, have you ever had to say to yourself, this, the sound is just terrible on this and not been able to put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Her face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing that yeah, takes you out of it. You can't understand it. Yeah. You can't watch it. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing that'll, I mean, there's been like, I'm sure there's like studies and stuff, but nothing takes you out of a, a film faster than bad audio. I think people are more right. willing to forgive a bad picture if it's uh-huh. not like on an RE or a RED or whatever versus having horrible sound. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now, what, what, do, you, what, what do you shoot on? Or do you shoot on different cameras different times? Or do you have? Well, I, we have two cameras. I have a Lumix. It's an LX100. Nice. And uh, it shoots great 4K. I shoot everything in 4K because then I can just reframe it to whatever shot yep. I want. Yep. You know? Same thing. <laughs> and, um, 
And then we have, uh, it's a Canon uh, EOS M. It's a mirrorless camera mm-hmm. um, that we shoot as our secondary camera. So is so, it tough to get those those two to match or do they match? Sometimes pretty- it is. Yeah. I think I want to get another Lumix, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that so you, you own your equipment? Yes. Yeah. We, that's, that's what we did that's too. That's us too, yeah. And, I, and that's another thing that we've kind of, you see a lot. I, I just feel like there's no way to do this type of film without having your own equipment. Um, because right. the, the cost of having to rent these things, mm-hmm. you want to do test shots. Well, now you got to rent it, uh, you know, right. for a couple of weekends and then trying to learn how to use a camera you've never used. I think that's, yeah. you know, it's, it's so much better to just kind of own it and, and be able to, but everything is so, you know, the, the equipment is, uh, it's in style for like six months before it's, <laughs> we've made a bigger and better one. You're like, yeah. well, it's going to have to wait a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Generally, what are um, budgeting? How do you work that? Do you do like crowdfunding or? Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we raise most of our money on Indiegogo or mm-hmm. um, actually last time we used GoFundMe. I think oh, okay. that was GoFundMe and Fundly. Fundly we used too. Do you find those have advantages over typical crowdfunding? Because we've only used Kick- I think the, Kickstarter. Uh, the percentage that they take out of it is less. Mm-hmm. And Fundly I liked because you can um, design like a t-shirt and a mug and stuff and they supply it you know for the people that contribute oh okay it just goes right out from them and you don't have to worry about putting stuff in the mail and sending it to them they just take that little bit out of whatever you raised and they send them the the stuff oh that's convenient it is yeah yeah Yeah. we've we've primarily stuck with kickstarter but i think for the next one we we may try seed and spark oh yeah that's really good too. Yeah, I, we really, I really like them. I can't. I don't want to speak for you, but I, I yeah. I've never because they're I, so never just. Done it yet, I don't they're know. just so primary, primarily focused on just the filmmaker. You know, they're not Kickstarter. Like I always say, it's like you can go out and fund a film, or you can like buy a board game or something. You know, and it's like, wh- what is happening on this site? <laughs> it's just so. There's just yeah. so much noise. You know. Yeah. 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 And I, well, yeah. I mean, th- that's the thing too is when it you know when it's an all or nothing site. Yeah. That's yeah. rough because you really. have have to, I mean, you know, we sort of got into the habit of going, okay, if we're willing to go into debt for this, how much could we possibly, how much are we willing to put in here so that we can have a max? And if, you know, we only make 50% of what we ask for that we technically have the other 50% to put in to get what we did raise, which is, right. you know, so you can't, you know, we would never say, no, oh, let's make it for $10,000 because if we only make $5,000, we don't have $5,000 to throw yeah. in there. So what, yeah. what generally, I mean, do do your budgets just vary or depending on the film or? They do vary. Um, this last one we had pro- raised probably the most we've ever had, which was $10,000. Oh, nice. That's what we had to make it with. And a lot of people will say, oh, you can't make a feature film for $10,000, but True yes, can. you can. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. can. Absolutely can. For like a lot less than that. So yeah, yeah 10000 was a lot for me to work with. Is that the most you've had? Huh? Is that the most that you've worked with? That's the most I've worked with. The last one I did, I think we raised about 4000 Nice. So, wow. so it, was, it made a big difference as far as getting good locations and stuff like that. Yeah. Only in yeah. only in the indie, like the super indie world, do you hear 10000 and go, ooh. Yeah. Because, you know, most sets, they're like, okay, so you've got, uh, you've got craft services. <laughs> with that money yeah. you know and i'm like yeah i don't that that's one of the things that that just gets me is is um you you have to be really on point when mm-hmm. you're working with ten thousand dollars because you want to get the most out of all of that money and mm-hmm. there's so oh, much yeah. waste on sets did you yeah. did you now when you started getting into it 
what like what huge rookie mistake or whatever did you make different from what you're doing now like how, how do you handle food for instance i'm you know yeah i love food so i'm always thinking about food but that's the yeah. one thing that i do see a lot you know it's like yeah. either there's almost nothing yeah like a sad sort of uh some oreos and potato chips we've got some pretzels and soda which it's like come on you know you got to feed people or there's just this extravagance which you Mm -hmm. you see on like bigger sitcoms and stuff where there's just like a candy table and you're like is that actually actually necessary like do you need a whole table for just candy you know that seems wasteful yeah Yeah. how did you guys do that well i think i've learned from past films what not to do. So this one, I was really um, focused in on all my cast and crew and what their food requirements were because mm-hmm. we had some people that were gluten-free. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we had to make sure we had gluten-free stuff and some people that couldn't have sugar, um, couldn't eat certain types of meat. So we worked around all of that so that the food that we did have there was stuff that they could actually eat. And um, we didn't have a lot of waste, really. We ha- and we had some good caterers. We had um, my daughter is a um, she's a got a degree in culinary arts, so she catered some of it. There you go. Yeah, and that helped. <laughs> and then we had another lady who had who was an amazing. She's done catering and stuff before, and she catered a couple of her shoots as well. Yeah. Now, do, yeah. have you done any acting? Do you act at all, or yeah. <laughs> <That's fine>. yeah. <laughs> And and so, are there a lot of actors also? Because that's another thing we mm-hmm. we lack here. Do you have a lot of actors down there? We do have a lot of actors. There's a lot of uh, theater and stuff in the area, oh, so nice. we get some more actors from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's quite a few actors here. Really good ones too. We gotta go to the south. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so now, also, do, so you you have a lot of theater actors. Um, uh-huh. d- do they do a lot of film or solely theater? Because there's it's so different to go from theater to film. Mm-hmm. When you really notice when you work with people, when we've worked with people that do theater, you have to like constantly tell them not to look at the camera, you know, because they're so right. used to looking and at their you audience. Don't have to yes, yes, yeah. yes. Don't scream. We have the boom. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, when you're on a close up, you don't have to, you know, move your face so much, you mm-hmm. know, because the camera can see every little expression you mm-hmm. make. You don't have to, you know, make it seen in the back row back there. You don't have to move so much. Yeah. yeah. But um, it, it hasn't been too bad because um, a couple of features ago, we had a whole bunch of theater folks that came as extras to one of our shoots. And they've kind of followed us throughout our productions. So we've worked with them a few times and they, they know now, you know, how to, how to act on film. Mm-hmm. So they've had a little bit of experience. And um, they're a great resource, too, as far as getting costumes that you need and stuff. That's <laughs> true. Oh, I bet, um, yeah. And we have one theater group that actually let us use one of their sets. Um, they were getting ready to break it down for Lion in Winter. Oh. And they let us um, have it for a weekend and dress it up as an Egyptian palace, you know, instead. Oh, so so um, cool. We got to, yeah, it was really great. So what, um, what's your, what are your plans for this this film that you're working on now? So are you, do, you, do you submit... Like overseas, for instance, because this is another thing that we've talked about. We tend not to submit overseas because how are we going to get there? Yeah. You know, you want to try to go to stuff. Yeah, We try to um, submit to things that work. I know, yeah. right? Well, that, that's the thing, you know, like our, our, our buddies and he's in the UK and he works at a theater. So they have a film fest there and our film made it in. He's like, do you think you guys are going to come? I'm like, there's no way we're flying all the way to the UK for like... 
I, I yeah. think it was a 20 minute short, you know, it's yeah. like, oh no, and we would love to, but. Yes. I, well, I'm going to submit overseas too, mm-hmm. I think as well. I mean, we get a lot of submissions from overseas. And do people and come down we, to it? Well, we had one from Australia last year that oh. came. We didn't have any overseas people this year, but I mean, it does happen. They'll come to the U.S. and they'll just hit all the different film festivals that they, that they got into right. and stay like a month or so, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that must be so, nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And I, and actually, I do think that they get funding, too, sometimes for those trips from their government. I know the lady from Australia had help. So Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I have family in England, so if I could get into one of the film festivals over there, I'd just have to play for the plane ride, and I could probably find somebody to stay with. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And, and also our uh, composer is in the UK. So, you know, if, if we had to, she could go to one of the film festivals for us. That works yeah. out. So, yeah. so are you, uh, are you, I mean, this is kind of like our, this is our problem. We work on films and then we're thinking about the next uh-huh. film before we finish the film that we're actually mm-hmm. working on. Do you yeah. have a plan for another film or are you just kind of writing it out? We do actually, um, because, well, I'm going to do shorts for a while mm-hmm. now. I always do that after a feature. It's like every time I do a feature film, I'm like, I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody gives me like a million dollars, which never happens. Yeah. But um, so what we did for our last short film was the Telltale Heart Sisters, which was kind of like a Poe um, mm-hmm. telling retelling of Telltale Heart, but kind of mixed up with whatever happened to Baby Jane. Okay. That was yeah, it was kind of influenced with that. So the next one we're going to do is the Tale of the Red Death, but we're going to do it steampunk style. So. Oh wow! Should be interesting. Yeah. So quite- you 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 tend to like um, a lot of more period type horror. I movies. do. Okay. People say you should do period, you know, because it's so hard. My second feature film was Fistful of Brains, and it was a zombie western, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was all period. <laughs> so um, I just, I you know, I like it. I, it's different. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. It's, and so do you? Uh, do you get a lot of those type of submissions, or do you get like a lot of like do you? get really gory type horror movies or do you like that kind of horror movie? I like it. Gory horror movies as long as they have a good story. Yes. You know, yes. a good book. It's <laughs> yeah. just nothing but slasher gore. It doesn't interest me exactly, at all. Exactly. Yeah. And there's so um, much of that now. Yeah. It just gets old after a while, yeah. you know. Do you ever have yeah. like a film that's just the story? Maybe is not horrible, but there's just the imagery maybe just too intense. Um, we had one that that we showed at Sick Chicks this last weekend called Entropia, mm-hmm. and I actually had to make up a special award for it called the most disturbing film. <laughs> I mean, just the audience itself, they were like, oh, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most traumatic film goes yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Well, yeah. so is, before we wrap up, is there anything that you want to talk about? Any projects that you've got going on or more about the, when is the next film festival? So it's going to be in September, I'm assuming. I, I'm hoping to do the last weekend in September. I have to check with the Cary Theater, but um, usually they're pretty accommodating. So so where can, I, where can everyone find you? You can find us at sickchickflicksfilmfest.com or sickchickflicks.com. They both go to the same site. Um, you can also find us on Facebook under Sick Chick Flicks Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And you can find blood of the mummy on there under blood of the mummy so and your so, and what about your past films my past films um well you can find most of them on youtube we have a sick chick flicks um channel on youtube okay. and the okay. ones that are not in the festival circuit i just let people watch them for free so nice nice yeah that's awesome good deal yeah well thank you thank you so much for talking with us it was awesome it was awesome talking with you and i'm i'm glad that there's you know i, I hope that uh, the ladies out there and the gentlemen 
are listening and yeah. you know and can uh, that, that's an awesome thing to have because it's not horror movies aren't you, you don't see that a lot for yeah. that are geared towards female fil- filmmakers you don't see much that's geared towards film- well, female so yeah, filmmakers ge- generally but especially that genre so that's awesome that you're doing that thank you and i would like to say that the guys can submit their films too as long as they have women in their crew mm-hmm. like a cinematographer or writer or you know, as long as they are supporting women when they're making their movies, they can submit as well. Great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much. Thanks so much. As you're nearing the end of the film, we'd love to like, you know. Yeah, let us know. Talk, and, talk and, more about yeah. it once it's complete and, you know, all yeah. the, the, your, the journey you went on uh, to complete thank it. Thank you. you know. Oh, it was a hell of a journey. It's a good story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we should, we should be premiering it in February, so I'll let you know. Okay, okay good. Great. Yeah, stay definitely in touch. Do, and, definitely do. Yeah, and, and we can uh, let everybody know when you're done so that they can okay. look it up. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for talking to us. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So that was Christine Parker. Yes. And it was actually. It was Christine Parker. Yep. And uh, so we're gonna we're we're gonna introduce like a um like a new segment. Segment. Almost. Okay. What we've been watching. What we've been watching, but we're gonna think of something way more clever than that. <laughs> <laughs> That was I not. I mean, hey, it's right to the point. Uh, that's true. There's uh, just transparency. Yeah, with transparency. It, you know, yep. it's just it's simple. Yeah, you know what ha- you know what's happening. So what have what have we been watching? So we're gonna just talk about one film that we watched called Sweet Virginia. Sweet Virginia. Sweet Virginia. And who's in that? Pray tell. Um, who pray tell? It might be in 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 such a film like that. Well, uh, first of all. The film was uh, directed by Jamie Dagg. Jamie Dagg. That sounds familiar. Didn't he, like, direct an episode <laughs> of The Punisher? Yeah, because you totally remembered that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that would explain, perhaps, his uh, John Bernthal connection, because yeah. he is uh, one of the stars in the film. John Bernthal. Um, it was written by the uh, a, a, a group of brothers that go by the China Brothers. China Brothers. The cinematography was by a lady. Mm-hmm. Jessica I'm going to I'm going to kill this. Jessica Lee Ganyi. Nailed it. Ganyi. Nailed it. I believe. Um so yeah. So it stars John Bernthal uh and Christopher Abbott. Christopher Abbott. is like so pretty. <laughs> Christopher. Uh Christopher Abbott Yes, is a, he's a feast for the eyes. However, sure, he's <laughs> sure, sure is. You don't think he's a pretty man? Yeah, I guess so. Whatever. Anyway, Christopher Abbott's in it, who's gorge balls. But anyone who knows me knows that to truly be gorge balls, mm-hmm. you have to be freaking talented, yep. and he is. Um, this is I've not seen him play a, a character quite this creepy before no. i did not expect it yep. even though i know he's he's a really good actor i was just like wow he's really all right that guy's that guy's off uh so it's also starring rosemary dewitt and is it emojin emoji emojin poots i don't know the poots well, what's that that singer emoji emojin emojin isn't there a singer emojin yeah Heap yeah but i don't know how she pronounces it yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's I'm a, sorry. one way or... Somebody send us the hate mail, yeah. I guess. We're, She's in it. You're a freaking idiot. That's not how you say her name. I'm sorry. We'll get her on the damn show and ask her. She's not... She doesn't want to be on the show. She's yeah. too cool for school for too us, cool I for think. Too cool for school. I don't know. I've no, I have not asked her, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just assume. Uh, so what did you think of the film there, bud? I liked it uh, a lot, actually. And I liked, I liked that both John Bernthal and uh, Christopher Abbott did not like... <laughs> 
they weren't playing the typical character that you would see them play. Yeah. You know, they kind of were playing outside of their uh, pigeonhole. Yeah, that John, John Bernthal was so not the Punisher yeah. in this. I was waiting for him to punish her out, and he was yeah, not so much so that when he didn't punish out, we were like, what are you doing? Yeah, You're the punish, Punisher. Punish out, man. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Before he punishes anyone, he always grunts. Yeah. He gives the Bernthal grunt, yeah. and we were like, where's the Bernthal grunt? Like, yeah. come on. And he's actually not that person at all. Yeah. Um, and so kind of, you know, the split there where Christopher Abbott is, and I think, you know, Christopher Abbott's actually had to kind of, uh, f- fight for his life in certain things, sure. um, before, but not, he's never been this character before. So we were kind of used, used to him being the nicer guy and Bernthal uh, being the aggressor. Like he's played a creepy, like not creepy guy, but well, he was in, um, I never trust him when I see him in a movie. <laughs> I'm just like this guy's up. This kid's up to something. Why? I don't know. I feel like he's, uh, you know, he's always up to something. Do you? Well, I get. Well, he I'm was like, in Martha what? Marcy May Marlene, but which is a movie, movie where you, like, in the you woods. Can't trust uh, the the door one. What was that? It comes at night. It comes at night. <laughs> the door one. The door one. Well, he was also in the sinner. He wasn't anybody. He was a good guy in the sinner. In the sinner. Oh, okay. seriously? You don't remember him in the sinner? Yeah, no, I remember in the first season. Yeah, yeah, first season. Um, and uh, he was in um. What, what? Oh my God! He, that he started in, oh, whoa, with whoa, the whoa. the lady from Sex in the City that's running that was running Cynthia for, Nixon. Yeah, he was in a movie with her where she played his mom. Oh, White Jack Jack White Jack something White John yeah, White yeah, Jack, Jack White Jack White from, from the isn't he like a singer or something? I from the White Stripes. James White. James White. James White is the name yeah 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 the yeah, yeah 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 yeah. That film was like whoa because I had the first time I'd ever seen him was. In girls, right? In girls, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this guy's adorbs," but he was just like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a regular character who then kind of like turns into a drug addict at some point yeah. in, in the show. We never finished that show, um, but I was like, "Whoa, what happened?" Now he's like into drugs and stuff. And so then James White came out, and it was like, "This is not." <laughs> did not picture him playing this type of character at all. Mm-hmm. So, bottom line, he's a good actor. I mean, that's, that's go just, watch his yeah, that's his just, ish, his ish. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Zeit. Oh my goodness. You're going to, what? Now we're never going to get him on the show because you're just being so dismissive about his genius. Well, that's why I want him on because he's going to be like, you know, you can't like, you know, these, that's why these he's actors. Gonna he's going to come no, on these, to the podcast because you think he's subpar. <laughs> these, I don't think he's subpar. I think he's great. I'm just saying that these semi famous to famous actors, they don't want someone that's going to kiss their ass, right? They want someone that's going to be like, Someone that's going to be just, hey, yeah, that's him. It's Christopher Abbott. Hey, Christopher. I'm like, kissing oh my God, it's Christopher Abbott. both cheeks because he's great. Okay. Not just because he's cute. He's just great. He is great. He's great. He's great. He's really great. Um, yeah. So I, I was also excited there was a female cinematographer because she, mm-hmm. she's done a lot of foreign film and um, her, her whole Instagram page is just like these like epic shots. Yeah. Like she doesn't even have candid stuff. The movie it's looked all like, really, really good. Yeah. Really good. It looked pretty. Yeah. They got they had this really cool scene by some kind of like natural waterfall yeah. or something. I don't know where the hell that was, yeah. but I want to film everything there. Yeah. Everything, even Just if everything. it doesn't need a waterfall. I'm gonna film stuff there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a future futuristic sci-fi film. There'll be it's aliens the woods. coming out of that water. I don't care. It's in the woods. So yeah, so that was that was a really good film. So if mm-hmm. you've not checked it out, go check it out. So I guess then in the in the podcast descriptions we'll have to start putting in our recommendations for films to to if to watch. we talk about a film yeah yeah of course Not sometimes just sometimes we're busy uh, I mean yeah we are busy 
See, it's I'm not gonna, as busy as the neighbor mowing the lawn that you probably can't hear. But. I was just about to say, I'm going to mention that our neighbor is mowing the lawn. Yeah. And it's probably a pointless uh, comment, obvious comment to make, because I, I, I bet dollars to donuts, oh, as the donuts. kids say, donuts, that whoever's listening is going to be like, I don't even hear a lawnmower. What the hell are you talking yeah. about? Oh, they hear those lawnmowers lawn again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you can hear it, apologies. Apologies. Our, our neighbors really, really like their lawns Seriously. to be well Saturday kept. and Sunday is like lawnmower day. Yes. And so, um, so next... I feel like they don't even need to mow their lawns. They just like to they push They just do around. it to fuck with us. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced. They're like, oh, they're recording everybody. Fire that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we will be in at NAB. Which is, you guys have been listening to us Drone yammer on. on about freaking NAB. You it's, only got like a couple more weeks. Yes, two more weeks, and then you don't have to hear us. Well, no, then you're going to hear the, the well, after, post show. Yeah, but there'll be one show that we talk about NAB. We're yeah. going to talk about NAB for And a then month. we'll be releasing all the interviews on the... The tubes. On the tubes. However, so what's going on next weekend? Oof, I don't know. <clears throat> a whole lot of moving wires and plugging shit in for me, that's for sure. Yeah, but who's going to be on, Dingus? Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying I'm going to have to do the, all these wires for them. Who are they? These, well, are we... Are, I, I thought we're just going to... I don't want to spoil it. We've so. literally been saying it for like a month. I don't know what show you've been on, <laughs> but... Thanks for paying. Mm. Into, thanks for joining, Paul. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks what for is being this? here Where today. What is happening? <laughs> well, we're gonna have we're gonna have the podcast of podcasts. The mother of all podcasts. The mother of all podcasts. We're gonna be joined by Reality Bomb Comic Cast, John and Colin. Mm-hmm. We're also gonna be joined by Steady. No oh, man. Um, guys, and so we're gonna have five people plus us, six, seven people. That is it. And it's gonna be. Off the chain? Is that no? There it is. I don't. It's gonna be noise. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I want you to. Say. I want you to never do that or make that face when you do that <laughs> again. Again. So, are you excited? I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be awesome sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be. Uh... So we're gonna. I'm refrain. I'm refraining from talking about Venom because I know they're gonna want to talk about Venom, and I don't want people to be like, "Oh my God, she's already talked about this." Shut it down. But we did go see Venom. But we did see it, mm-hmm. and I have stuff to say, but I have to wait. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. That's the, this is the trailer for the review. All I'll say, <laughs> I will say, that if you are avoiding seeing the film because of all of the naysayers mm-hmm. that sort of you know think for yourself that sort of developed yeah in in, in the uh in the months what? and weeks prior to this releasing i would say to you yes think for yourself go see it anyway you think it deserves money Listen, people's hard-earned cash if all the other freaking marvel movies can make as much money as they did mm-hmm. i'd you know, I'm probably the one person on earth that I I could I didn't care a lick about anything that was happening during Infinity Wars. Mm-hmm. You the, say Affinity Wars? Infinity Wars. Oh, it's such an inf- affinity for these wars. They, I don't know what it is about this war, but I have such an affinity for it. It's, I just want it. I just want it to be in my life yeah. <laughs> forever. Yeah, I just. I'm I Avengers don't do it for me. Mm-hmm. There's something about that 
it's so the characters are so stiff and staged and and they're not organic or believable to me. So like Spider-Man, I can tolerate more um, because the, the character is kind of goofy. He's a teenager. So mm-hmm. it's like there's a little bit more of a kind of a realism to that. Okay. But I feel like the characters on the, you know, on in the Avengers and and the other ones dc and no 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 not dc i mean like you know it like was the x-mans in the in the avengers i don't even know who's in all of the avengers who are all the avengers go well you have captain america iron man spider-man ant-man hawkeye hulk obviously. widow Wi- the, yeah black widow black widow uh, who's who's, uh, who's the cumberbatch is he one of them oh yeah dr strange you know and some other people thor black panther black panther mm-hmm. gardens of the galaxy yeah guardians so there's a lot of people. Yeah. I thought you said Gardens of the Galaxy. Gardens. <laughs> just nice gardens. Okay, so here's, with the exception of Guardians, uh, of the, the cast of Guardians, because they're pretty believable, right? They're mm-hmm. kind of organic in that, and they're they're more comedic. But, like, the Cumberbatch and Black Widow and um, Renner's character. Hawkeye. Sure. There, there's, there's nothing redeeming about those characters. No. They're so snooze balls for me. It's like <sighs> snooze balls. I just, uh, I don't know. So, so. Well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be quite, quite shooken up after this next film, the next Affinity Wars. Well, they got, they got an affinity for killing off people. Yeah. That piss you guys off. I guess I don't know. You guys are all sad about that and some shit. So yeah, all I have to say is I'm not. I'm not big on on the comic book movies, mm-hmm. but I did enjoy this movie. Yeah, and it didn't hurt that Tom Hardy was mm-hmm. in it. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, if that had been someone else, like yeah. Channing Tatum or some shit, I would have been like, I'm the not, Tates. I'm not freaking watching this Potter movie. Tates. I don't care. Yeah, but we'll talk. We'll talk in depth. Yeah, about that next week when the dudes are here. So I'll be gonna, surprised if the, if you don't hear a lawnmower right now because that is so loud. <laughs> Maybe it's just in our heads, and we just Maybe. think there's a lawnmower. <sighs> is he mowing our lawn? Like, what the, what the <laughs> that would happened? be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I guess I guess that's our uh, that's Seriously. our cue to leave. Uh, we got to get the hell out of here because soon there's going to be a lot. Lawn- it's going to be like the Kool Aid guy. The lawnmower is just going to break through our wall. Seriously. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's going to be over. Yep. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank uh, you shout kindly. outs to Reality Bomb Comic Cast, to Steady Geekin, uh, to Christine Sick Chick Flicks, uh, Christine uh, Parker mm-hmm. uh, for being on the show. She's really cool. I like and her. yeah, she like it, it was. It's awesome to see somebody. Uh, doing the guy that like kind when of stuff. people are cool. You know, she's just <laughs> Do a you? cool person. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like when people are uncool? I don't like that. I would think that would be somewhat attractive, but whatever. Um, and so shout outs to everybody who's listening and who listens to us. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you. I don't think we've we said that. Appreciate. I don't think well, we've said that in, in 16 episodes. For everyone who listens, we listen, so appreciate you. Listen, listen. We appreciate Okay, he's moving forward in his seat. He's crossing so his arms. So much that we would spend our hard-earned money mm-hmm. building out a studio. Mm-hmm. Buying equipment, mm-hmm. dealing with each other, talking <laughs> to one another, guy. getting people on here, all because we just want to share knowledge with everybody and have knowledge shared with us. And ha- yeah, we want to be we want to we steal knowledge, both school and be schooled. Yeah, how many people can say that? Probably a lot. I think a lot of people do that. Oh, but all right, never mind. Yeah, I thought I said something original, but nope. you just freaking stomped all over it. So it is just about five o'clock. And my bellies is getting a little bit rumbly. So I'm off to make some stuffed chicken breast and risotto. 
Thank you guys for yeah. joining us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I'm going to have some delicious... Some stuffed boobs and risotto. Yeah, buddy. Risotto. All right. So uh, join us next week for episode 17. It's going to be... Epic. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Okay. Bye. Bye. We couldn't decide on a song. We Sat on a song, so we came up with this one.